Welcome to Alphabet Fly Encyclopedic Marvel Journey, where I go through the official handbook of the Marvel Universe. With the guests, we talk about all the characters we know and love and have forgotten as well. My name is Jesse Cooper, and with me today is someone who is queen of the netherworld, John. Hello. What's up? So today, we're going to be talking about a character who is, you know, lighting up the world right now. Kala. Kala. Yeah. You know who Kala is. No, I've never heard of this one. Oh, this is exciting. Well, uh, Kala is this woman. Whoa, that's some fancy headgear. Yeah, well, th- there's a reason she's queen. Wow, it sort of looks like, uh, uh, her torso looks like a skull. That's interesting. That is, that is interesting. <laughs> um, now, uh, weirdly, so, uh, so yeah, she's wearing like this kind of, it's a weird get-up. It's like stiletto boots that look almost like decorative, like, cowgirl boots. Like, I, when she's wearing, like, a skirt that's like a leather skirt type thing, you know, like the armored skirts that the Romans wore. But then she's wearing, uh-huh, like, right. then she's wearing, like, a belly shirt with, like, a low-cut V in it. <laughs> with, like, and she's wearing, like, a weird, like, pharaoh's hat thing with like three feathers going back it's, yeah the hat it's a is look. the hat is what makes the outfit i think yeah so you know if you want to see who we're talking about you can always go to page uh, well at alphabet flight on twitter and instagram but do you want to know what her name what her uh real name is hit me with it i'm ready it's kala whoa i know uh, is, wait is she is she like a like a like a rock musician like one of those mononym like like bono Nah. Okay. Nah, she's that. I was about to say she's more bearable, <laughs> but then I just remember you said Bono. So yeah, she's more bearable, I guess. That's yeah, right. It's Bono, right? Yeah, I always, Bono. I always want to. I always want to call him Bono. Well, I mean, you should probably say it to his face. That would probably make him very upset. I just can't <laughs> remember which one it is. No, it's, it's Bono. Not, it's not like a. You know, I don't respect him. I oh respect no, I don't him. respect him. He's he's a fucking corny ass <laughs> dude. <laughs> It's which so which X team was Bono a part of? Was he in Generation X or <laughs> X Force? Uh, Wait, Gener, did I make that one was, up? I can't. I don't he know. was part of X. I can't. Excalibur. Oh, you know he would. He would have to be part of Excalibur because he's he's Irish. So I don't know what that means, but no, he's Irish. No, I trust Excalibur, it was funny. Excalibur is in the UK. Ah, uh, okay. That's All right, why. that makes sense. Just make it hard for him to go back and forth, you know, for for yeah. kids. Uh, <laughs> but but yeah, so her occupation is queen. So good, I guess. Even though uh, monarchies are bad. Um, and, yeah, is uh, queen really an occupation? You can make money at it. So technically, I mean, they have a lot of weird ones here. I think queen is like not that objectionable. Maybe would be conquer. Would be conquerors are, 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 one that pops up. And I'm just like, you don't make money off of that. I are there any pictures don't. of her riding around in a litter, like being carried by like indigenous uh, people or something? She does have a palaquin. There is actually a picture of a palaquin here. Nice. Yeah. 
So, you know. So she's a proper monarch. Yeah, she's a proper monarch. How, how is uh, Kala spelled? K-A-L-A. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, so her existence is unknown to the general population of Earth. She is a citizen of the Underworld, honorary sin- uh, Netherworld, honorary citizen of Subterraria. She has no other alias. Her place of birth was the Netherworld. She is widowed. Um, Baxi was her husband, but is now dead. Um, she works with uh, Mole Man. Hmm. And she first appeared in issue number 43 of Tales of Suspense, Kala, Queen of the Netherworld, in July 1963. And hmm. there is also cover piece theater for this. Ah. Cover Peace Theater. Yeah, this is a fairly early on. She would have been one of the earlier characters because it was like Marvel started in 93, basically. I mean, sorry, not 93, 63. Okay. <laughs> like the Marvel we know, anyway. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that's the same year as like Avengers and Fantastic Four, roughly. And yeah, Hulk and stuff. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, uh, so. Um, so did you get the link to the cover? Uh, yeah. Well, I'm looking at it. I, I found it on Wikipedia. Okay. Well, um, so the, to set the scene, you have, uh, Iron Man in his gold, like bulky robot armor, um, and standing on a impossibly shiny floor. Like it must be very hard to maintain that. Um, and, <laughs> and they have a, they have like a lab person, a military person, a different type of military person from a different era, and then you have Kala, and she says, "Wait, hang on, it's I, I need to blow it up because it's super tiny. I can't read it." Well, okay, all right. Here's what she says. She says, "Either betray your world, Iron Man, or I will slay your friends. The choice is yours." And Iron Man is thinking, "If I surrender, Earth is doomed. But if I fight," My friend will die. What can I do? It, it's it's probably just like fighter in a clever way. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know. probably just just you know just punch her. It'd probably be it turn yeah, out. Yeah, just just like you know, think of a clever way to punch her and then punch her. You know? <laughs> right, like a very you know a subtle way to punch her. Yeah, like you know, do the thing that that people do. Um, but yeah, so yeah, she first showed up then. Um, so before the continent of Atlantis sank about two thousand years ago. The civilization had reached great technological heights. Priests and intellectuals of the city of Netheria in the southern part of the Atlantean continent foresaw that Atlantis would be attacked by the Deviant Empire based in Lemuria. Therefore, the people of Netheria enclosed their city in a dome of unknown plastic-like substance and excavated and fortified their city's foundation. Consequently, when Atlantis sank, Nether... I, I hate the way they did that name. Netheria, ne- maybe? Netheria. It's Netheria. It's Netheria? just like... It's Netheria? Just, it's just you say Netherworld too many times, and then you're just like, Nether. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Netheria. But, uh, but Netheria remained intact, and its people survived, having discovered a mean of recycling their air supply. Netheria sank more deeply over the years until it finally came to rest in a huge subsea cavern. The Netherians renamed their realm Netherworld 
and now are known as Netherworlders. Wait, I mean, you could have just called yourself by your seat. I feel like that was just for the benefit of other people. You could just, you know, <laughs> keep your culture. I mean, you want it to be user friendly for 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 other people, I guess. Well, I mean, not necessarily. It's your cult. I, okay, here's the thing. I feel like people have been bowing bowing down to uh, convenience for other people mm-hmm. who refuse to learn for way too long. Yeah, I, I, I okay. Like this one is. It's way more high concept than the last one. Like, there's this like un- underworld kingdom. Then there's yeah. also Atlantis. I I feel I feel a little lost on this one, to be honest. You know, it's it's fine. Um, it it almost doesn't matter. She's basically <laughs> a nonsense character that's barely showed up. <laughs> She's pretty nonsensical. So is she like? Does she show up like in modern day comics too, or? I don't think so. She showed up in 24 issues. That's including all the reprints. So, uh, but yeah, she hasn't shown up in modern well, they should, at all. They should bring her back. Well, they can. Like, like uh, it's it's one of those things. Um, but yeah, some years ago, the inventor Tony Stark found himself enveloped within a strange crystal-like substance, which sank into the Earth, taking him with it. The large crystal transported him to Netherworld, whose people had been monitoring the events of the surface world for centuries with their technological devices. The Netherworlders, youthful and beautiful princess Kala, intended to use her army and highly advanced weaponry to conquer the surface world. However, Kala had no means of transporting all her invasion forces and weaponry to the surface. She demanded that Stark create a means, or else she would execute him and two other hostages, and claimed she would activate would activate devices that would devastate the surface world with earthquakes. It's unclear whether she had those or not. Um, Does she know that Tony Stark is Iron Man? It's just she probably just got Iron Man. You know, she like, yeah. well, maybe maybe she knew. I don't know. Because he's really not. He's got a one. secret identity in the comics still, right? Yeah, he had a secret identity yeah. until like around the uh, 2000s. Iron Man was his bodyguard. Which means, okay. and get this, I think he was embezzling from his own company. Because if he had a bodyguard, that meant he would have to, pay have to be on payroll. Yeah. And he has to be, because that would make it believable. And if you're a bodyguard to someone who is very important, like Tony Stark, you have to be paid really well. Yeah, probably benefits the whole package. You have to have benefits. So, like, he was yeah. definitely embezzling <laughs> from Stark Industries for a very long time. I wonder, I wonder, I wonder if he's on Cobra. Oh, man. It's just. Like, and when he came out, I wonder if the IRS was just like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> no, he's rich. He doesn't have to pay taxes. I would taxes. love for that to become, like, a thing in the comics, and, like, he ends up, like, going to jail for embezzlement. <laughs> that would be such a fun storyline. Well, uh, well, recently he did the, uh, the woke capitalist thing where he started to live live like the other people do and like he got rid of a bunch of his stuff and and stopped relying so much on his wealth he went to like an old iron man suit and uh made it to where he can <laughs> have to earn, actually earn his own money which an old way, iron man suit you know like like the common people have <laughs> yeah but uh <laughs> mark one <laughs> it's actually it's actually a pretty good comic and everything it has hellcat in it just being like yeah hey stop yeah you know, you're just like making an excuse to feel sorry for yourself for doing this, right? He's just like, yeah, yeah, I know. Is it yeah. is it like so? He does this to like find himself, kind of. <sighs> okay, it's more complicated than that. <laughs> so, but is it? So like, okay, so Iron Man died. 
Oh. Okay. So Iron Man died. In Civil War 2, he died. All right. Captain America killed had, him. Decapitated him with a shield, probably. Okay. No, no. Well, that would have been Nazi Cap. And no, he didn't. Okay. Nazi Cap was around at that. He was hiding that. He was, like, he was, he was, he thought he was working for Hydra. Um, I'm not getting into that one. It's not strictly <laughs> relevant to Kala, Queen of the Netherworld. <laughs> no, not strictly. But <laughs> Iron Man died. So he basically had a clone of himself and an AI of his brain. Whoa, okay. That was actually... That, that happens actually, to anyone that dies in Marvel Comics? No, not necessarily. <laughs> but his is, a, his is a different thing, because I'm not even to the weird part yet. Um, so his, <laughs> of course his, not. His None of this AI, is weird. <laughs> his AI consciousness was actually in his uh, close-to-being-protege, Riri Williams, a.k.a. Ironheart, who was Iron Man for a while. Okay. Um, and his he, he she was he was basically mentoring her through his brain pattern AI that he made. Well, sure. Like he eventually put the AI into the meat body, so like he was alive at that point. But then like there was a whole like robot uprising thing where like <laughs> AIs were trying to get rights, and he kind of was fighting with them. And he had to go in front of like Congress, being like, "Hey, I don't." I don't think you have jurisdiction over me because I think I'm an AI <laughs> in a meat suit body. And they're just like, yeah, I guess. Um, and, and now he's trying to find himself because he's <laughs> technically, he's technically just an AI and a like thing. Whatever. One weird There's trick like, to uh, get the government off your back. But like, yeah, so he Sovereign citizens got nothing on this. He technically doesn't, he technically died and he, he doesn't have access to his fortune anymore. Because it went to his next of kin, which was the actual son and daughter of Maria Stark, because he was technically made in it. There's a lot of weird stuff going on. It's, uh, you know, he's whatever. <laughs> Let's just... <laughs> it's a lot of weird stuff. We don't need to get into it. Just, just we'll take it as red. Yeah. Also, the whole AI uprising came about because he tried to make like a, like a super intense like v uh, vr world and the ai inside that vr world were programmed in such a way that they gain sentience uh, okay and they're just like we're kind of tired of being everyone's servants we should rise up or at least try to form a union or whatever everyone tried to shut them down they got yeah. violent seize the means of production yeah they did the thing that americans should be doing nice um but, That's extremely yeah, there's based. a bunch of stuff going on. But we're not talking about that. <laughs> but we're not talking about that. <laughs> no. no. Um, but yeah, so basically, like, Stark agreed to... But he actually used a laboratory that Kala assigned to him to, like, make duplicates of his Iron Man armor. Oh. Those will come uh, in is, handy. Which is really, if you think about it, just his whole thing, being captured and making Iron Man armor suits while in the laboratory they provide <laughs> that's, him. I, mean, that's I his feel like people story, should stop it. it. <laughs> the people should just stop him from being close to laboratory yeah, just after the capture. Stop kidnapping Iron Man, everybody. Stop putting him in oh, caves. He wasn't. With... Okay, no. He didn't have his suit. So he made us he literally did the same thing. He just did it again, yeah. <laughs> he did it again, yes. <laughs> oh man. Uh but yeah, so once inside the armor, he captured Kala and flew her to Earth's surface. There, as Stark had theorized from unknown evidence, <laughs> I love that part, um, she quickly <laughs> aged to an elderly woman due to the differences in atmospheric conditions on Earth and in That's the That's interesting to me. 
the, the like the atmospheric conditions. Weirdly enough, they use age. that That's a really- lot with underground people. They're just like, well, we're just going to take you above and you're just going to age rapidly. And then they do. Yeah. It's a weird thing. Because there's less pressure, right? No, I think it's no. just like, so, you know, you know how like if I, you uh, have certain atmospheric pressure and like it's, you know, it's not as damp, like, you know, yeah. it does good for your skin. You know, you age less. But uh, she's aging more though, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the uh, actual explanation for it is. Um, well, I'm sure there's a scientific explanation. Oh, obviously. Uh, realizing that the Netherworlders cannot live on the surface without becoming old and weak, Kala renounced her plans of conquest. Iron Man returned her to the Netherworld, where she regained her youth through unknown means. Iron Man then returned Kala's two hostages to the surface world, and Kala subsequently married her advisor and uh, General Baksu. It says Baxi earlier. But also, here's a fun thing. Anytime they put, like, a little aside, somehow they gain back their power. Through unknown means, with little evidence. It's just, like, people being, like, kind of, you know, catty. Like, a little catty. <laughs> the most, uh... Right, you're casting aspersions. Like, it's real somehow. Good. I, love it. I love it so much. Like, I, my favorite one is whenever someone clearly just didn't read the story of the what the character <laughs> was doing before. And they made the person like have a new power that they never had before. For, you mean like, the writers, right? Yeah, the writers. Yeah, yeah. The yeah, writers they didn't like, bother to read the what happened in the last one. Yeah, and and like <laughs> they made a major story starring that character with different powers, and then they're just like, yeah, he just like randomly got ice powers and then lost them <laughs> for some reason. We don't know why. <laughs> like, very good. I love it. Well, it's probably probably because there was less pressure. Maybe. Um, are the, um, can I ask you a question? So, yeah, I remember Namor as being like the, the leader of the fish people. Are these fish people? Are these the same? That's not Atlantis. That's different. No, they're, they're Atlanteans, but they're not the ones that hyper evolved into like water breathing Atlanteans. These are netherworlders, which are just people. Just regular, regular people. Okay. Yep. 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 So, uh. Baxu's, after Baxu's death, uh, Kala planned to gain control of the vast army of the Subterraneans by pretending to fall in love with their ruler, Mole Man. The Mole Man had captured his greatest rival, Tyrannus, who had his own kingdom in the underground Subterraria, and brainwashed him into becoming his slave. In love with Tyrannus, Kala freed him from Mole Man's brainwashing and had deceived and betrayed him. Kala plans, and she, Kala planned that, uh, she and Tyrannus would rule all of the subterranean world together. Moreover, her engineers had designed a huge, huge shafts leading to the surface, which Mole Man then had his subterranean build. Kala and uh, Kala and the Mole Man intended to use the shafts to transport molten lava to the surface world, thereby destroying civilizations. Now Kala planned to carry out the plan herself. But then Tyrannus turned against Kala and imprisoned her with an energy ring, since he intended since he intended to share the role of Subterranea with no one. Tyrannus was only temporarily incapacitated by a uh, explosion, and Mole Man and Kala regained their freedom. But Kala and the heartbroken Mole Man parted, and she returned to her netherworld kingdom. This is very soap opera y. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's what Marvel brought to the comic scene. Like, it brought the melodrama, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. For and, sure. Uh, 
Also, there's a lot of plots with just making mo- just making tricking mole made into fall in love with you, so you could take over his armies. <laughs> Apparently, it's an it's easy to do. <laughs> I mean, Aunt May somehow did it, so you know. Really, there's one where the mole man falls in love with Aunt May. Oh my god, that's awesome. Yeah, she also almost Aunt May almost marries a lot of people. <laughs> it seems to be like like a thing. <laughs> she like, gets around. Well, she she married uh, J. Jonah Jameson's uh, father, and then okay, and then like J. Well, actually, now J. Jonah Jameson is like uh, Peter Parker. Well, Spider Man's uh, like biggest ally right now. Oh, really? Well, oh, okay. Yeah, that's that's different. If you if you ever want to read like a really good comic book, read the uh, read the. I want to say it's the spectacular. No, is it the sensational Spider Man? Well, it's it's called My Dinner with uh, Spider Man, and it's written by <laughs> Chip Zdarsky, and it's okay. just like Peter Parker being like, hey, "Yo, you know me, I'm 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 Spider Man," you know? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that sounds great. Yeah, no, it's really good. Like, read the whole Chip Chip Zdarsky run of Spider Man. It is real good. It also has this like one of the best stories about a uh, Sandman ever. Because Sandman oh, like is technically Sandman. a god when you think okay. about it. And it like it's just like he's dying and like it's just like a part of him like lives on to the future and like it's just like trying to like make sure he stays alive. It's so good. It's really good. <laughs> I'll check it out. That sounds You should definitely I've, read it. I have been meaning to like dabble my toe back into comics. If you, like actual like, comics. You like if you, but it's, just, if you want, it's hard to find time for anything. Uh Marvel Unlimited. Uh, has a lot of stuff. Um, it's only a three month delay as well, so you hmm. know, okay, not that much of a delay. If you no. want to catch up with stuff, especially not if you're like you know behind by twenty years. Yeah, but yeah, <laughs> Marvel Limited. It's pretty cheap and it's uh has a lot of good stuff on it. All right, there's, uh, there, there's your plug, Marvel. Yep. I guess this whole show is a plug for Marvel. Yeah. <laughs> I better get. I I want to. I want to. I want to get. Um, okay. They're no. not they're not driving dump trucks dump trucks full of money up to your house every day? No, no, they're not. That's weird. No, uh later Kala and the Mole Man went to war with each other. Part of this conflict involved a battle between er- the their forces on Earth's surfaces on Earth's surface, where Kala wore a helmet equipped with the means of preserving her youth, despite her exposure to the atmosphere there. However, the helmet was accidentally broken and she quickly became aged and frailed. She sought to use the underground fountain of youth that Tyrannus used to maintain his youth, but was told it had drained away. Apparently, Kala had no other means of restoring her youth. The Mole Man, however, was still in love with her, and she agreed to become his consort. However, she has not been seen with the Mole Man recently, and her present whereabouts and activities in those of the Netherworlders are unknown, and will remain to be unknown for, I don't know, eternity until someone (laughs) finds out about her. That's 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 very ominous. That last turn of events, like she agrees to become the mole man's consort, and she's just never heard from again. Yeah. Well, that being said, like all it takes is one story to make a character like the biggest deal in the world. Mm-hmm. Like, like the Batman comic somehow made like Kite Man into a very compelling story, like character. Is he is Kite Man a Batman villain? Yes. It's a Batman kite-based powers? Yeah, he just has specialized kites. 
Like, oh, 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 he doesn't even have powers. He just, no, like, he, makes kites. He has kite. Like, I'm not joking. Like, they made Kite Man, who is literally just a joke character from the <laughs> 40s, into a compelling character. Oh, that's fantastic. So, like, all it takes is, like, one, like, it takes one thing to make a character a big deal. So <laughs> that's, that's, that's all it takes. Yeah, it just takes the writer. It just takes the writer. Huh. So, yeah, so we are pretty much done. Well, uh... I, I don't know if I don't know what we learned here today, but we learned it. Yep. So what what do you what do you have to plug? <laughs> oh, I do a podcast called Being Jim Davis. It's a daily uh, Garfield recap podcast. Um, it's it's a pretty crowded field. I know there's a lot of daily Garfield podcasts. Um, I think mine is the best. Um, I'll also plug my my Bandcamp page. I have a uh, a, a chiptune music project. It's called uh, The Orange Mushrooms and the Family of Sounds. You can check that out orangemushrooms.bandcamp.com Okay. My name is Jesse Cooper. I have another podcast called... Creepy Critters? No, I have another one. <laughs> uh, over in Smith, where me and my friend Faith read an H.P. Lovecraft story, and oh. we edit an audiobook of them if they are good enough to get them. Uh, let's just say we had a lull recently where um, apparently a lot of immigrants were mean to them, and they were real race, real racy <laughs> stories. Um, <laughs> yeah, but that being said, you if you want some semi semi professional audiobooks of little little known uh, H.P. Lovecraft stories, we have them. We have them. Um, a lot of them, and we also, you know, we goof, we do goof them ups and stuff. So, if you want to... That sounds lovely. I'm going to check it out as soon as we're done here, and I recommend the listeners do the same. So, if you want to listen to... If you, if you want to see uh, the people we're talking about, you can go to Alpha, at Alphabet Flight on Twitter and Instagram. You can also uh, go to your podcast, your choice, and rate, review, subscribe, and stuff, you know? Make sure people uh, know about us besides ease. Or you can go to... At, or you can also just share and stuff. Uh, I like the links. Um, Shout like it from the media. rooftops. Yeah. Um, if you want to support momentarily, you can go to patreon.com slash alphabet flight. And uh, this has been Alphabet Flight. May Contri protect you through all of your night travels. Good night. Mm-hmm.